Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in and welcome. This is the good, the bad, and the ugly of the aviation maintenance industry, a raw and uncensored look. This is a bonus podcast where we talk about my best and worst gate calls. Stay tuned. And we're back for this bonus podcast, my best and worst gate calls. This is going to be a recurring bonus podcast that I would like to do, uh, where I'm going to share my experiences having the most worst and some of the best or funniest gate calls. And I would also like to share your guys' stories as well. So please remember to email me at the message me link or at AP mechanic podcast at aol.com so let's dive right into this first bonus episode so when i look back into what was the worst what was the best what was the the funniest most screwed up gate call i had the 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 biggest the, the first thing that comes to mind as far as the most screwed up gate call i had um this was this was in denver and uh we get a call to the gate due to a soiled captain's chair, uh, chair uh, seat cushion. And uh, so we show up and there is no crew on board. Passengers already departed and there's no flight attendant. The flight crew is not there. What the hell? And uh, you know, walk into the L1 door, turn left and there's... Like this, this brown crap, like, like, uh, like coffee with like solid coffee looking crap on the captain's seat cushion. And what in the fuck is that? And then it hits us. That's not coffee. That's not, you know, whatnot. That, that is poop. That's bad poop. And I got a little ticked, and my partner, he starts getting red in the face. He's like, son of a bitch. Are you telling me some shit on the cushion seat? I can't believe it. And he calls the uh, the lead and says, hey, you're not going to believe this biohazard BS they just called us to. And Lisa, what are you talking about? He says, I think someone shit on the seat cushion. And I couldn't believe it. I mean, because the, uh, the call-out says soiled seat cushion on the captain's side and like this this can't be I mean I've never as far as flight crew I shouldn't say I've never had experienced this but as far as flight crew crapping all over their seat I've I've never experienced that now passengers uh yeah passenger seat cushions get seat cushions seat belts uh armrests and stuff the floor get puked on pissed on, pooped on all the time. And, uh, so that's, that's a regular thing for, uh, passenger, uh, the passenger compartment, but the flight crew. So anywho, I want to get the, the real story on this. And it just so happened that the FO, which is the first officer comes back on the aircraft to retrieve his flight bag. And I said, dude, hold up. What happened here? He's like, Oh dude, he says that the captain's in the restroom. I said, I, I got to let you know. I said, yeah, please do. He says the captain had a bad onset of 
diarrhea. And he just, he couldn't hold it. And it just, it just occurred. He says, I've never, you know, I've been an FO for three years or whatever. He said, I've never had this happen and, or or seen it happen. And I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Thinking, holy crap. He says, what, what, like, tell me about this. What, what, what brought this on? He says, well, he says, we think we got a bug from the potable water, from the coffee. Yeah, I'm thinking to myself, that, that makes sense. Um, for those of you who don't know about potable water, okay, that's the, uh, the quote unquote clean water that you're going to get from your coffee on board the aircraft. I would never drink that stuff. I would never have my family drink anything from that potable water. Yeah, it's potable. It's not sewage water, but those potable water tanks are not disinfected regularly. Those are... Those are gross and nasty. Um, as a side note, if you if you end up MELing coffee pots on an aircraft, you're likely going to have a pissed off crew. Um, if you MEL lavatories, yeah, you're really going to have pissed off crew and pissed off passengers, and that's understandable. I mean, I'm a passenger myself, and you know if I know that MEL is or uh, lavatories been MEL'd, can't use it, yeah, that takes you off, and uh, so it's kind of, again, I'll go expand on that a little bit, if you're on an aircraft, a smaller aircraft that only has one lavatory, generally maintenance control is not going to let you MEL that, you're going to fix it, so anywho, back to the story, so the FO says that he thinks that the captain got a bug from drinking the coffee, and like, yeah, that, that that makes sense, okay? Now I started feeling bad for this guy. And my partner, he starts feeling a little bad too because my partner was really, really pissed. And like, okay, that can happen. I, I get it. So yeah, make a long story short, you know, the cleaning crew, which almost all these airports, your, your cleaning crew, they're, um, they're contractors. And... They're doing a tough job as it is. Hats off to them. They didn't show up. So, sucked it up. You know, put on the long the long gloves. Pick it up, put it in the trash bag. R&R the seat cushion. Fortunately, we had one in stock. And uh, good to go. You leave the aircraft and go back to the station or to the office. And um, about 25 minutes later, maybe a half hour later, we get a call from the oncoming crew. It says there's uh, there's some sort of spillage or, or mess underneath the captain's chair. Same aircraft, same gate. And the lead comes up to me and my partner says, you guys need to go back out of that plane. There's still a mess. I'm like, what the? F- what are you talking about, dude? And so we go back out to the aircraft. And underneath the captain's seat... And like uh, you, you look underneath the captain's so the 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 thigh portion of the cushion and the seat uh, structure sticks out right, and then when you look underneath it towards the aft. You can see there's this shit, literal shit. Okay, down the seat onto the floor. Well, the oncoming crew had already looked at the logbook 
they seen our, our uh, write-off, or they seen the discrepancy and our sign-off, and they already know that's diarrhea. So they're refusing to take the plane. You know, biohazard this, biohazard that, and they got a point. That's it is biohazard, and you know, I'm not mad at them. I'm. I'm thinking, okay, now do we just end up removing the captain's seat? Are we going to have to do that? And where in the hell are we going to get a another seat for the captain's side? Uh, this was a, a 37, uh, I think this was a 37500. And um, it's, they're, they're, they're not hard to take seats off. I mean, they're not easy either. It's not, you know, it's not like a five second job. But uh, fortunately, the, um, the width of the flight deck door is such where you can take the seat out uh, at an angle and, and remove it from the, uh, the cockpit or the flight deck rather easily. But we, don't, we just don't have you know, flight deck seats or even passenger seats in stock. This, that's not something you generally keep in the parts room. So... You know, as far as the, the mess on the floor, we called back the cleaning crew. They did show up this time, and they did clean it up, and I was satisfied with that. But now I'm on the phone with maintenance control saying, hey, look, the oncoming crew found more diarrhea underneath the captain's seat. And, I mean, I, look, I, I don't really want to touch this shit, okay? I, I don't want to get into this. Neither does my partner. And, uh... Man's control says, yeah, I, I don't blame you. He says, but we don't do something. We're, you know, we had to ship you a seat. I said, yeah, that's going to take quite a while. He says, yeah, it's going to take at least six hours to get one on the next flight out there. I said, shit. <laughs> Pun, shit. Um, so, yeah, I said, I'm not going to touch this. My partner says, I'm not going to deal with this. But we don't want to, del- we don't want to cancel the freaking plane. Don't want to delay the plane. It's gonna take six hours to get a seat in. Alright, damn it. Let's let's just suck, you know, suck it up and clean this shit. So we got out our isopropyl and, and what other disinfectant we had, and we put on the long gloves again and we scrubbed that seat. Now, had there been a newbie in the shop, and I <laughs> I probably would have deferred the work to the newbie, but, you know, and I know that'll p- piss some of the listeners off. Like, why would you, it was your, it was your call. Why would you defer that to the newbie for, you know, your, it, it's your call. It's your responsibility. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But yeah, we uh, ended up cleaning that mess and uh, took care of it. <laughs> so that was, that was the first one that comes to to mind and I have a second story for you after this short okay our second little story here from one of the more bad gate calls that I had um, so we had a, uh, uh, a gate call for a passenger seat that would not recline. And one of the things you look for is the 
uh, adjustments, anything broken underneath the seat and the recline mechanism uh, within the, the armrest that has you know, the push button, uh, etc. And I normally wear a hat, and there's several reasons I wear a hat. One is because I'm balding and I don't want to get sunburned on my bald. And the second thing is to kind of protect my head if I were to bump into things. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It just so happens that things such as pedo tubes, static wicks, um, drain masks tend to scalp people. And if you're a mechanic, been doing this any length of time, you've met one of them. And uh, you've, you've likely hurt yourself. And I've seen it happen. I've seen you know, guys knocked on their butt running into a drain mast or, or you know, getting stuck with a, a pedal probe or a static wick. It, not fun. So that's another reason why I kind of wear a hat. Um, but this particular occasion, again, the, we had an issue with the passenger seat. And uh, I get underneath the seat. I take my hat off. I get underneath the seat to see if there's anything broken um, to kind of take a look around. And the pa had to been the passenger who sat in that seat prior was chewing like two or three pieces of gum and decided to stick that gum underneath the seat. And damn it, I didn't have my hat on and I, I go to, to get up and my head goes right into this big glob of gum. And so I had gum stuck to my head the rest of the day. And I couldn't get it out in the bathroom for the life of me. I, I, I tried, I tried, I tried. And I was mad. Um, so I had to keep my hat on. So the rest of the day, no one would see this big, yucky, disgusting piece of gum stuck to my head. I ended up having to shave my head to get that off. That was, that was several years ago. And that that, that kind of sucked. But, uh, yeah, so that's my little, my other little, little story. Um, and in regards to best gate calls, best gate gate calls are relative. The best gate calls for me are the gate calls in which I get to use my troubleshooting skills. I get to, you know, really use my mind as to figuring out what the issue is or my, you know, an extensive issue with the aircraft and I get a real, real kick out of it. It's, it's satisfying to me, um, to really use my troubleshooting skills and, and to, you know, dive into uh, the aircraft systematically and figure out what's wrong with it. And what we'll do is our next bonus podcast uh, for the best and worst gate calls. I will give you some stories of some of my most challenging and satisfying, uh, satisfying troubleshooting experiences. How's that sound? But uh, for now, this is Brian Wheels at the good, bad, and the ugly of aviation maintenance industry. A raw and unscripted look. This was a bonus podcast. I really, really hope you enjoyed it. Please leave me feedback. Use the message me link or feel free to email me at apmechanicpodcast.com. Let me know what you think, your, your, your feedback, your thoughts. What would you like to see as content on this podcast? would love to hear from you. Until next time, take care. Thank you.